0: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM at 11:60 a.m. Welcome back everyone to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It is great to be with you on this Presidents' Day. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News and A couple of things caught my attention over the weekend. Uh, One, it was interesting to note that uh, President Biden had reestablished the White House Office of Faith-Based and Neighborhood Partnerships over the weekend. uh, This is an office that has uh, existed in various forms uh, for the last 20 years. And uh, President Biden is looking to use that uh, as a way to connect with community, uh, combat racism, poverty, polarization and some of those things. Uh, that led me to a a great piece uh, by one of the newer voices at the Deseret News, Maya Jaredet. And Maya joins us on the line, uh, wrote a, a really powerful piece over the weekend on the power of religious diversity in the workplace. Maya, thanks for joining us on a President's Day weekend.
1: Hi, thanks for having me, Boyd. So let's, let's dive
0: right in uh, to your piece, uh, looking at this whole idea of Uh, faith as a dimension of diversity. A lot of organizations have been focusing on different diversity activities over the last decade, Uh, but somehow uh, faith has not become one of those. What did you find out?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right that a lot of uh, companies and organizations, you know, when they think about diversity, they they think about other measures and that faith is is kind of the new hot thing, you know, in diversity. Um, And, As they're as they're focusing on, you know, religious diversity, they're finding out that it's really beneficial to businesses to give employees space to practice their religion, to even talk about their religion, you know, and to just feel at home at the workplace.
0: Yeah, I think that's uh, there is something to that ability to bring your your whole authentic self to work. Uh, And a lot of people have uh, have not felt that over the years. They've sort of felt like they had to kind of leave their 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 faith uh, at home or at the door before they went into the workplace.
1: Yeah, and that really stifles. I think that stifles creativity. I think that stifles productivity, you know, and that's the argument behind, you know, being able to bring not just your whole self to work, but your whole faithful self. Um, And at, at the conference that I attended online last week. Um, there was someone from Google who spoke. His name was Tomas Flyer. And he was talking about having been bullied as a child in Argentina. Um, And, you know, his experience of having been bullied, he's Jewish, having been bullied by classmates was a lesson to him about, you know, that he needed to, quote, unquote, you know, tuck parts of himself away um, and, and hide parts of himself and you know who who can work when they're under that kind of pressure? When you're hiding some huge component of your identity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So and you know it's whenever you get people from diverse backgrounds together to solve problems. I mean, you bring so much to the table with your different you know cultural and religious perspectives. And it's just it's just so beneficial to the workplace.
0: Yeah, I, I love that story and that example that you shared uh, in your article. We've got that up on our Facebook page today, and of course, you can also read that at Deseret.com. dot uh, com. But it really does get that emotional piece of well, wait a minute, yeah, and and how often do we feel we have to do that? We we can't bring our whole authentic self there. You've been talking to a, a lot of different organizations, part of this conference that you mentioned. Uh, you also mentioned uh, Brian Grimm uh, from the Religious Freedom and, and Business Foundation. Uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, this uh, religious uh, equity diversity inclusion index.
1: Yeah. So this index ranks uh, different Fortune 100 and Fortune 200 companies on how well they're they're doing on, you know, these measures of including um, people from diverse religious backgrounds and um, And we found that, um, you know, it's really unexpected to see some major corporations, you know, on the top of this list. And it just really shows that, like, corporate America has caught on to this and and that it's really, you know, a a big thing now. Um, And it was really surprising to me to find out. You know, I grew up in the Deep South myself and, you know, growing up Jewish in the Deep South, I definitely encountered anti-Semitism. And um, I don't know. So I was shocked how something this idea that, that seems kind of, you know, marginal has really is starting to move into the mainstream. And and I think it's a beautiful thing. I really do.
0: Yeah. Uh, Maya, you've had such great international experience. Uh, share with us just a, a little insight there in terms of some of your travel, some of the different places you've lived and how you've seen faith uh, both accepted in, in the workplace and the environment and, and places where maybe it hasn't.
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think in Israel, you know, it's a Jewish majority state, but there are minority groups. Um, you know, and 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 I can imagine that at times um, minority groups might might struggle with this in Israel because really the you know the Jewish calendar takes precedence. Um, so, I, but I, you know, around the world there's there's so many different religious groups. You know, and 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 people working in different capacities. I think it's it's really hard for me to kind of. Figure out, you know, where I'm, I'm trying to think of where on the globe they might be doing the best on this, and and I would have to do some researching and get back to you. That that was a really that's a great question. You know, where is this really playing out in the best ways? But you know, that actually leads me to a point I made in the article that they've found when they've looked at um, economic you know, productivity and um, entrepreneurship mm. that the places with the most relig- religious diversity do the best as far as economic productivity and entrepreneurship. So it's not just a boon to workplaces. It's a boon, you know, to society and to the economy.
0: Yeah. And, and I think that ability to, uh, to recognize and value the uniqueness. Uh, we always talk about it in terms of oneness is not sameness. And if you're trying to be successful in an organization, Uh, That diversity of thought uh, is way more important than a, you know, everyone agreeing (laughs) Uh, and having those different perspectives is is really vital. And uh, I I noticed one thing you pointed out in the uh, in the piece that it it wasn't just about faith. It was uh, it was about valuing the 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 agnostic and the atheist and everyone bringing, again, their authentic self to the table uh, to come up with better Mm -hmm. solutions.
1: Well, that's a really good point, too, because I can see how, like, the language of this discussion would would make you think, oh, it's just, you know, that people bring their religion to the workplace. But people are also now being encouraged to bring their lack of religion to the workplace, right? Yeah. So if you're an atheist, agnostic, humanist, I mean, that's a belief system, too. So some of the corporations talk about it as belief systems. Um, Google has its interbelief network, and I think that's a really good way of, of phrasing it, you know, an interbelief network rather than just kind of confining it to um, religion. I think sometimes, yeah, we forget that that, you know, these other kind of the nuns, that's a belief system, too. Right? right. And we also need to respect that and give give space to that as well. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Uh, again, the uh, article, we've got that up on our Facebook page. You can also read that at Deseret.com. Uh, an important discussion, and I think it's vital. Uh, again, interesting that the president uh, uh, re-engaged that office of uh, uh, of interfaith and intercommunity mm-hmm. work over the weekend. And, uh, Maya, just in our last uh, minute here, uh, as you look forward, what are some of the things that you're watching in terms of this conversation and where it goes in our businesses, where it goes in our communities?
1: Yeah, um I think something that came up that was is is you know interesting to me it's interesting and it's obvious is that obviously you know companies that violate people's right to their faith um pay penalties that it's bad for business and I I think I'm more interested in the in the flip side like I'm really interested in seeing data concrete data about how you know religious diversity and things like interbelief networks and and giving space to people being their authentic selves, how that really does drive productivity, you know, and, and creativity. And I am also, I did have a question as I was working on the story. Um, I wondered a, a tiny bit, uh, there was a part of me, cause I'm always a kind of, I always like to interrogate everything and, and ask myself about, you know, the flip side and, and the counter argument. And I was thinking, well, is there something a tiny bit dark about, you know, Oh, bring your whole self to work, bring your religious, to work because then are the corporations then kind of starting to co-opt faith you know what I mean is there a danger in that and so that's also I mean I think well on the whole it's good and that's my instinct and I'm sticking to that (laughs) that it's a good thing I do think I want to explore a little bit the tension that might be built into that 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 when you're saying oh bring your whole self to work and you can worship here and you can eat here it's like well when do you ever get to leave work you know what I mean um (laughs) So there needs to be some boundaries, I think, and that's that's also maybe something worth exploring.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great insight as always. Great writing as always. Uh, Maya, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you. It's always fun to talk to you, Boyd. Take care.
0: All right. All the best. Happy President's Day. All right. We're going to go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. Uh, Love that insight from Maya. And uh, again, it is about uh, faith as a dimension of diversity. I I think that's an important conversation to have. We're going to get some lessons from former presidents. As we round out our special President's Day edition of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stay with us.
1: Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. <laughs> There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding.